I'd like to welcome you to another podcast brought to you by the players in the game of life. Today I want to talk about a subject that seems to be bothering a lot of people today. Some of them won't even allow or won't allow themselves to admit it. But let me ask you a couple of questions first. What do you do when it's all falling apart? How do you find hope in times of distress? Well, my brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. The answer can be found. And sometimes, well, just about all the times, if you know where to look, it can be found in the Bible. In the Word of God. Let me help you today. Let me tell you what the Bible says about confidence in times of distress. I'd like for you, well, I'll just tell you. In the book of 2 Corinthians, there's this phrase. It starts in 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. And it reads, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. My brothers and sisters, we are made in a way that we can handle it. Whatever comes, Timex says it best we can take a lick in and keep on ticking. Have you ever sit up and said to yourself or said to somebody else, I'm out of here or I didn't sign up for that? This way, at some point in our lives, is the things that we act out and say. When stress is daily living, becomes unbearable. We want to escape. We may want our jobs to be dissolved. We may want to dissolve some relationships. We may want to leave a church, a neighborhood, or some other difficult situation. What we do is we run and hide. Sometimes we act like the ostrich and we stick our head in the sand and leaving our backsides all out. That could put you in a very, very bad situation. We think we can't handle things the way that they are because they cause us too much stress. So we decide to walk or run away, to move on, to head for anywhere but where we are. The Bible tells us about how to handle stress. How are we to respond when our fallen human nature cries out for us to stop and run. God has a powerful truth for us to hear. We do not handle stressful situations by fighting against them. Instead, God calls us to be at rest in Him. The psalmist says this, meant being still, and knowing God. In fact, Psalms 46.10 tells us that. Look it up. To the apostle Peter, it meant refusing to carry burdens not meant for him. Casting all our cares upon him for 
He cares for us. 1 Peter 5 and 7 says Jesus described it as a peacefulness that we both find and receive as we spend time learning from Him. We have to get to know God. Our human instinct clamors for us to escape. That's just our natural human instinct. But God calls us to draw near and absorb the truths of Scripture. Brothers and sisters, we have to have not a religious outlook, but an outlook of relationship. To get to know God, to get to trust in God, to get to believe in Him. Yes, I know things don't always go the way that we plan. The Word of God says that He'll fix it, He'll take care of it. But He may not handle it or take care of it the way that we think He is. But the Bible also tells us that all things work for the good of those that love God. Get to know Him. Get to know Him, people. Most of all, the Lord wants us to, like I say, to know Him as we believe in His sovereignty and accept both the absolute goodness of His plans, of His plans, not ours, and His deep abiding love for us. We will grow in trust then we will find it easier to be still. And being still doesn't mean just sit there and stand there and don't do anything. If you are grounded in Christ, grounded in the Word of God, believing and trusting in God, it says stay right there. Don't run off and doing things all haphazardly. You know, it's, 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 it's a, I'm gonna say it, it's a crazy person that tries to make a decision while going through something that causes him unrest. You're not thinking right. You're not thinking clearly. And you might just make the wrong decision. Have you ever been there? Have you ever made a decision out of haste and found yourself regretting what you have done? Or even made a decision when you were feeling exceptionally well without thinking about it, without praying about it, without talking to the Lord about it. I'm not talking to about talking to one of your friends or Something like that unless they're grounded in Christ. You know, the Bible tells us again, seek wise counsel. I'm not the wisest person in the world and I don't know everything. I'm not trying to get you to think like me. All I want you to do is think. Be a responder, people, and not just a, a reactor. Don't just react to things. When you react, you run away. And you find out running in circles. And I say that because you end up running right back into the same thing that you call yourself running from. We'll find it easier to be still and not to respond like the world says, I'm out of here. I wanna go, I'm finna turn it over, I can't take this anymore. There's a way to do that. But just to up and because you're in a situation decide to run and hide, that won't do you any good. Our stress need not to become distress. When we feel stress, we don't have to feel defeated and give in to the temptation to give up and run. With an accurate understanding of our Heavenly Father, I'm saying when you get to know Him, it's one thing, my brothers and sisters, to say, oh sure, I have a relationship with him. 
But you know, the only way to truly have a relationship is to get to know him, not know about him. You know, I, I, I have a little pet thing about the word know, K-N-O-W. You know, we have to get to know somebody, not just have an acquaintanceship with them, but to honestly know somebody. You can't have a real relationship until you know somebody. Sometimes, like I say, we jump into things too quick or we leave things half done. We really didn't get a chance to know an individual before we made a decision, whether it be good or bad, whether it be for your benefit or for their benefit. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we have to make a decision. And that decision takes time. But God has a way of telling us and showing us if you just wait on me. Not me, Stanley Beecham, but if you wait on the Lord, he will do some things for you. He'll show up. And when he does show up, it'll be right on time. He may not handle it the way that you think he should. And I put emphasis on should. Sometimes we want to tell God what to do. But he can handle any problem, any situation that comes up. And nothing takes him by surprise. Believe me, get to know him. And the only way to get to know him is to get into his word. Get into a Bible teaching, Bible preaching church. Yeah, I know. Sometimes we can get caught up in the church and sometimes we don't find the peace or the serenity there that we may want. I'm going to tell you, churches filled with people who are trying to find an answer themselves. Everybody in there doesn't have the right answer. And none of us, I don't care who you are, how big your Bible is, how much you speak in tongue, all of, none of that has anything to do with your relationship with God. And you are all, we are all subject to make mistakes. I know this to be true myself. When we get to understand our Heavenly Father, things become a little better for us. With an accurate understanding of Him and a firm belief in His care, we will be able to walk through the worst of circumstances with inner quietness. I mean, we'll find peace where there is no peace. We'll find joy. And joy is something that God gives us. He gives us joy. Man didn't give it to you and man can't take it away. Remember what the scripture says, we are hard pressed on every side. I mean, every time you turn around, it's, it's this or that. Soon as one thing goes down or you think you get one thing taken care of, here comes something else. It says we are perplexed, but not in despair. What are you truly worrying yourself about? Satan loves for you to get like that now. Because when you are in a state of mind where things just seem to be all discombobulated, and you start not thinking, you stop thinking, and start just trying to find a way to fix it yourself, we find out that things get worse and worse. We are persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. It ain't over. You know, I've said it to you once or twice before. I was at a church once before, and uh, I'll tell you, the pastor's name was Donald Hunter. And he was a school teacher, but he said something that really stuck with me all these years. He said, man can put a comma, man can put parentheses, man can put exclamation marks but God 
is the only one that can put a period. It ain't over till he says it's over. We have to stand still. And that doesn't mean stand still twiddling your thumbs. That means stay in the position that you are in, grounded and rooted in the Lord. Truly, yes, I do understand. He may not come as fast as we want him to, but I guarantee you when he shows up, it'll be right on time. And I know this to be true because he's done it for me so many times. You all, we all have a testimony to share with somebody. We all have times and stories, my brothers and sisters, of how we've been so messed up and jacked up and we didn't think that we would ever come out of it. But guess what? We did. But I got something to tell you. I don't want you to tell this to everybody. I just want you to keep it for yourself. There are no perfect people on this earth. If you find a church that's perfect, stay out of it because you're going to mess it up because you're not perfect. But God has made things mm, available to us. He has given us his only son. He let his only son pay the ultimate price so we can have life and have it more abundantly. I mean, not just living, but have life more abundantly. And guess what he said? Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let me tell you what that whosoever means. Think about the worst, most despicable thing a person can do in this world. Him too. Even that person that's standing right next to you, even that person that's in your space right now, I don't care what he or she or you have done. God is able to forgive you. He has made it possible. God made a sacrifice and gave up his only son. Jesus Christ, his only son. But Jesus Christ gave us an example of obedience. If we were to be as obedient to the word of God and to the will of God as Jesus was, hmm, there's no telling what could happen. Is that possible? Humanistically and under our own power? No. But with the help of the Holy Spirit? Yes, with the help of the Holy Spirit. All things are possible. God has made it so that if by chance we were in a position that we truly needed his help. He would be right there. And God hears our prayers. He hears all of our prayers, my brothers and sisters. He may not, like I say, he may not do it or handle it the way that you want him to. But he will definitely handle it. God answers all prayers. He doesn't just hear them, he answers them. Sometimes he doesn't say, he doesn't say no. He may say not right now. But, you know, sometimes that's the problem. We want everything done instantaneously. We want it done right now. Not right now, but right now. And we treat God like he's our servant. But all he wants us to do is show him love for what he did. He gave his only begotten son. So whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have ever lasting life and have it abundantly you can do that
try, try, and try again. Only thing comes to a quitter is the end. Don't run from your situation. Run to God. And I guarantee you, he will bless you. That's all for right now. I'll talk to you later. May the Lord be with you and smile upon you and keep on blessing you like he has. Talk to you later.